Welcome to the Short Rod Show. You're talking with Ben. And Brett. Thanks so much for joining us, guys, on a special podcast today. Um, we're actually uh, on our way to the St. Paul Ice Fishing Show. Yeah, we're on location in the uh, Tahoe. Doing a little mobile recording, so hopefully uh, I can tweak the sound and get rid of some of the road noise. But, um, but yeah, we, we wanted to do a podcast about what we're uh, excited about for the show and then also recap the show afterwards and see how it all went. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Pretty pumped up to see what we can see at the at the show. Yeah, and if you've never been to the show, you owe it to yourself at least once to go check it out, see what it's all about. Um, really, it is the the largest industry show that we have in the ice fishing community. Yep, and it's not, I mean, it's not really, yeah, things are for sale, but it's not really just like a sales pitch. I guess to me, I take a lot of, I like to go see the new things that are out there. And then that gives me an idea of, okay, what are these, what ideas did I like and what can I take home to either try to make myself fabricate, look up, or if I can find a cheaper option of something that I really enjoyed. Of course. Yeah. Yep, definitely. But I mean, really when you talk about the who's who of ice fishing, oh, yeah. they're at the show. Yep. So if you just want to go up there. Um, if you're a fanboy, fan you'll, you'll come across absolutely. some people. Yep. You'll see I some. I mean, we're fanboys. Ice fishing celebrities. Yep. So yeah, we're just we're really excited to to go up, and this will be our second show that we have attended. We missed out last year because of a friend's wedding, uh, so we're excited to get back into it and uh, and go check the show out. Make sure that we can uh, get up get up to date on all the industry trends and report back on how it goes. So maybe next year you can take the family up or head up by yourself with some buddies and go check it out. So that's coming up next on the Short Rod Show. Hey there, guys. If you've been over to our website lately over at shortrodshow.com and like what you see, you should get in touch with our partners over at Evergrow Marketing. They're a digital marketing agency that works primarily with landscape and lawn care businesses, but they also work with guys like us. They can help your business show up on Google and also get you a lot more customers through their unique digital marketing methods. Reach out to them over at evergrowmarketing.com and make sure you mention that Ben and Brett sent you from the Short Rod Show podcast to get an additional 10% off your first bill. Ben and I would really like to thank our listeners. Since we've aired this podcast, we've gotten an unbelievable fan response. We just want to remind you guys where you can reach us at shortrodshow.com. You can feel free to email us or follow our newsletter. You can also find us on any of your podcasting platforms, Apple Podcast. Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. Also follow us on Facebook, The Short Rod Show, and anytime you see those five little stars, please hit number five. Hey, welcome back to the show, guys. Uh, ben and I are on our way up to Minnesota. We just crossed, uh, what, the Albert Lee Lake? Albert Lee Lake, our favorite uh, lake to check ice conditions on heading north. Yeah, that's little, just because it's easy. little skim ice on there is all. I still don't know what the story of that lake is. Do you know what's going on with that? I don't know. There's like a fish kill or there's something weird going on there? You always see people water skiing around, you know, summer sports, that kind of thing. No one fishing. Yeah. I feel like there's something going on. We just aren't aware. It's got to be. Yeah. Got to be. Well, yeah, we're on our way up to the St. Paul Ice Show, um, and we're just kind of chatting about things we're excited to go check out. Um, so, yeah, where do you want to go first, Ben? It's going to be a really cool cool show this year. Um, you know, we haven't been for a couple couple years either, so we skipped last year due to a friend's wedding. So, yep. Um, really excited this year, of course, getting on the clam bucket deal. That's our plan right away. So that's the first That's the first drop. Is gotta have Got to have a blue five-gallon bucket in our hands for yep. the rest of the show. Yep. So that way we keep all our crap in there. Yep. 
talking talk about grabbing uh, some stuff at the clam booth and then also we saw a pretty cool bait at the uh, Hank show actually from Acme they have the world's first tungsten rattle chamber uh, jig yep so we want to go check that out at the Acme booth see who else is hanging out I over mean there. I'm not sure I'm not sure what I think about that yet I mean I'm, I, I'm a big fan of rattles um, but it'll be interesting just to try it out. Uh, some of me, part of me still thinks it's kind of like that, you know, the craze of the custom jig painting. Yes. Where it's kind of a deal that catches the fishermen more than the fish. Yep. But, uh, it's definitely something unique yep. and I think it's definitely going to be something to worth check out. At least pick up one or two jigs. Yep. Test it out. Oh, I want to see too, if they have like a aquarium set up, kind of a, a test yep. chamber. Yeah. see what it looks like in the water but the one i saw was pretty good size i mean you're talking we're used to like a three to five millimeter tungsten yeah this one's like a nine or a ten millimeter oh really yeah it's huge oh jeez. so i mean you're going after big so these are tent. these are walleye type lures yeah this isn't big, a big crappie this isn't a bluegill type jig i don't know bluegill might they might go after i mean i hope they have like a five mil size because that's kind of the size i'd be more interested in yeah and different colors and just yeah interested to see what that looks like for sure i mean i think i've always had good luck with gold jig size or jig color wise so i think gold would probably be something i'd, I'd gravitate more towards yep. um and then maybe like a blue uh maybe chartreuse something like that yeah, that'd be cool and then uh, making the rounds too. Over, want to check out the the guys at the Ice Force booth. Yep. See what they got going on with Strike Master and all the big brands. And yeah, Rapala and I'll Marta. be interested to try on if I can those the new Strike Master uh, float suit. Yeah, um, just kind of compare, see what see what's different and yep. what what they look like. Are you thinking about dropping the dropping the money on one? No, no, probably not this year. <laughs> no, maybe next year on an actual suit but i don't know i'm just perfectly happy with what i got and yep. i've never i'm not really the kind of person that you know yep. if i have something that works and i'm comfortable in i'm not someone that says oh i just need to go get the newest it, thing it takes a lot to get you to switch up yeah 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 yep. whether i have the best gear or not as long as i'm happy with it that's yep. that's all i'm really worried about uh yeah where do you want to go uh what are you hyped up about well i want to make sure we get over and at least enter the raffle in for that helix 7 over at hummingbird That'd be sweet. Uh, that'd really step our game up. Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. I'd be <laughs> jazzed about that. So it's a Helix 7, the, the newest version, right? Yeah, Gen 3, all weather, um, the whole setup, ready to roll. I mean, there's going to be thousands of people that enter for that thing. But Oh, yeah, it's worth, what, st- 700 bucks? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Still worth getting your, getting your name in there. Otherwise, I'm just kind of pumped to go out and see what some of the new sleds look like, go sit in some sleds. Um, see what we can see just check out the people and really what I enjoy is walking through that main arena where you just got all these little companies in there yes and just seeing what all the little gadgets and gizmos that they make there's so many cool things like that we saw two years two years ago yep that you think it's like eh, yeah I'll, I'll drop 20 bucks on that yeah or you know 10 bucks here Five whatever bucks. try it yep. out and some of them work really good they they seem like they work really good at the show, and then you get them home, and you're like, eh. Yeah, it's kind of cheesy. Yeah, too too chintzy yeah. or whatever. I mean, it's amazing what people put together with PVC pipe and they try to sell. I mean, oh, yeah. that's pretty much all those tip downs are made up of. Yep, yep, um, yep. Well, we talked to a little bit about like uh, seeing the new uh, kind of tip up setups with like the jaw jackers and yeah, and the the other knockoff versions of that. But we don't run those normally. No, we haven't. I, don't, I haven't ran any of that. I'd like stuff to so try that this year putting on it especially a jaw jacker i think those are 
I like those. It's interesting. We were talking about this before we started recording. Um, the different thought process between like a, a jaw jacker setup or a, 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 a what are those? The automatic fishermen's. Yep. Versus like your iFish Pro or your whatever it is to you know let yep. the bait run. Yep. Um, yep. Give them some slack and have zero restriction on it. I mean those the the difference between those two. I'm, I mean obviously they have different applications, but. The concepts, you know, where one is you set the hook right away, where the other one is you want to let them run and make sure they get that bait all the way in their mouth. Yep. Um, well, I, I mean, think which one's which? Which one do you want? I, and see, I think that's species specific. It's yeah. got to be. It has to be something with that. And I'm not really sure which which would be which, but yep. you know, like having a crappie bite versus a walleye bite versus yeah. a pike bite. Is I mean, a I lot feel like that jaw jacker you. would kind of rip that bait right out of the crappie's mouth. I mean, it, and that's the thing. There's so many variables to it. It depends on the action of your rod, then. Yeah. If you have a real stout carbon rod that just freaking rips. Yeah, that rip it right know, out. Yep. Versus a more of a, a glass rod that can, you know, expand a little bit slower. Or a noodle rod sort of noodle deal. Rod. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Radioactive pickle. Yeah. Yeah. Slap Something one of those like on there. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how they work with the schoolie. We should try that. I don't know. You get about one inch of deflection on a schoolie, and that's all you need. Oh yeah, I mean it would hang on. <laughs> They'd be the the hook would be set hard. Yep. Yeah, those, those are cool to see. And then also too for me, just seeing all the interacting with all the industry people. Yeah, you know, this is like the who's who, the what's what of ice fishing every year. Whether people you know are really excited about going or not, this is like the best thing that we have. Oh yeah, as an industry, so it's really cool to to go and and just talk fishing with people and so, see who's out roaming around. Ben, who's your who's your number one? What I'd say, ice fishing personality, uh, celebrity. Uh, who's somebody that when you when you hear their name, you're reading what they're putting out? Oh, definitely. As far as content goes, Joel Nelson's blog. Anything he puts out is gold. Yeah. I mean, yes, he's sponsored by Saint Croix and and uh, you know Otter and uh, who else? The the Yeti Fish House guys. Yep. Absolutely. But at the end of the day. I mean, he's got basically a PhD in in fish behavior. Oh yeah, you know whatever whatever he's putting out is is really accurate, and he's he's a real champion of the sport too, and that's that's pretty cool. So if, yeah. if Joel's there, yeah, I'd love to talk to him and and yeah. pick his brain a little bit, especially try and get some feedback on what is happening in Iowa too. You know, he's a, of course big Minnesota conservation kind of guy, yep. um, but just interested. You know, maybe he wants to fish Okaboji. Go oh, yeah. He's he's all about big bluegills, so yeah, he does love panfish. Yep. I think for me, a guy that's kind of flies under the radar a little bit, Brad Hawthorne. Oh yeah. That dude. <laughs> yeah, you know he he still has to brand all the products and stuff that he's sponsored by, but not as much though. He'll I mean, he'll say the what he's using, yep. but then he'll say why he uses. He says exactly what the action is that he's looking for out of that bait, and then. You know, you can kind of interpret interpret that and try to mimic what he's looking for. Yeah, and what's um, cool about him, I mean, Joel is, is more of an industry guy, and he gets out and fishes. Brad's Brad, out there. Brad's a guide. Brad dude, is out there pounding holes for clients. He has year-round sunglass tan line. Oh, yeah. Sunglass tan <laughs> it's line. It's impressive. He is windblown 24-7. Yep, yep. Old, just grizzly. Yeah, that dude... That's, that's pretty yeah, impressive. Yeah, and he, he, I don't know, he just does a good job of getting right to the point, explaining exactly what he wants, what he's looking for, and what he's doing. And those are the exact tidbits that I'm looking yeah. for to pick up. And it, it'll be interesting this year, just as 
as the ice conditions have been, you know, kind of variable around the region where, you know, normally shows that happen when, you know, all the lakes are fishable, you know, are, are a little bit smaller in, in size. So there's not as big a crowds going on. Um, and this year, I don't know. I'm not, it's, it's a toss up. Yeah. You know, ice is still kind of variable up here. It looks like we, I mean, of course we haven't been up here yet. We're just yeah. uh, seeing a bunch of snow on the ground in Minnesota, but um, hopefully there's a decent turnout, but of course we don't want to be fighting. Hopefully there's no turnout. People. I hope it's zero turnout. We just have the run of the place, but I doubt that. I kind of doubt that too. Yeah, that's why we do the VIP. Uh, it's just, to me, it's worth it because you're not, you can move. You can actually get out there and go talk to yep. people because I'd say there's to. a third of the people there. And then after 10 o'clock, the doors are open and it's yep. it's a zoo. The floodgates open. and Yep. yep. Um, maybe next year we'll get some media passes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about trying to do a little research on that. I'm not sure if we, we qualify quite yet, but we're getting there. Man, that would be sweet. <laughs> I don't know exactly what kind of benefits that affords you, but yep. I think that'd be awesome. Yep. If anyone's listening. Surely it gets you in sooner. You don't have to mess with all the crowds, I would, I would think. I would think so. Maybe, uh, I mean, next next year we could probably make a whole weekend trip out of it. Well, so there was a guy that I used to work with really into NFL. Like, I mean, in Iowa we don't have an NFL team, so I don't know. I don't really know anybody that's really into the NFL, like, big time. Yeah, sure. Well, him and his brother started a media company solely so that they could get into the NFL combine. <laughs> like, this dude, is he's hardcore NFL. Wow. And so, yeah, maybe, I feel like that's kind of what we're doing to get into the, the ice fishing show. This is not a fake podcast, people. It's actually real. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Then we get in for free. <laughs> oh, it's all a big ploy. No, that's that's cool. So, yeah, this year we're just really jazzed to go up, um, after, especially after missing it last year, and, yep. and get back in. And, yeah, I mean, and it's not changed. something you have to go to every year. Because, I mean, it's not like there's that big of innovations every single year. But if you haven't ever been to it, it's yep. definitely a uh, you know a sight to see. Yep, something to come check out. It, it depends on your mentality too. Like for for me, I just want to go just to go anyway. Yep, and just talk ice fishing with people. So that's part of why we're doing this podcast, just to yep. scratch the itch a little bit. And this is just another another way to do that. So. And testing our mobile setup. Yeah, hopefully, uh, uh, in the car. Ho- hopefully I can filter out some of the road noise yeah. um, coming up here. But um, just want to do something a little different on location, basically, heading up yep. to the show. And uh, we'll have a segment after this on uh, our feedback after the show on our way home. Yeah. it be pretty cool. So, awesome. Well, thanks, guys, for listening in. Uh, the next segment, we'll talk about how everything went and see how it compared to what we thought it would look like. Yeah, I'm pretty be pumped. Pretty, pretty cool. Hey, guys, we're back now. And... Uh, just recapping what happened at the show. So we're just south of Clear Lake, heading back home. Uh, man, what a show it was. Yeah. Uh, so all that update that we did prior on our way up, uh, we did very little of that, actually. Man, a lot different. <laughs> a lot different than what we said we were going to do. But that's okay. We're all about being flexible here, and and yep. things change. So we uh, rolled into the River Center about, what, 8.30? 8.30, and just as we walked in, we saw some guys walking out with those clam buckets that we had mentioned, and they are like, yeah, too late for that. Yeah, they were sold out in five minutes, they said. Not yeah. sold out, but just handed out. Which I expected that. Yeah, so we missed out on the bucket deal. We'll have to just go buy some buckets. Yeah, that's too bad. We never did make it over to the Hummingbird uh, booth either to get signed up for that Man. Helix 7. Yep, so no Helix 7 in our future. No. At least not through the raffle. Yeah, maybe we'll through see. our own hard-earned money. <laughs> exactly. 
But we did do some other awesome stuff. Uh, we got definitely got sidetracked. It's not like we just went over to the beer and started, you know, drowning our sorrows in the back of a yep. Yeti ice house. There was lots of people doing that, though. Oh, that yeah. Was, as soon as we walked in at 830, there was just... Yeah, there's bloodies being poured. Yes. Lots of alcohol flowing. Yeah. So right off the bat, we uh, visited over with our friends at Widowmaker Lures. Yep. Um, talked with Brian, the, the owner, and, and his wife, and, and a couple people that they had helping them there. Um, and man, they were their jigs are flying off the shelves. Yeah, we uh, you, you almost started feeling like we were in the way there for a little bit talking with Brian, just because it was there was just a constant line of people coming through picking up jigs. Hey, what do you got here? What's going on? Yep. And just wanted to learn more about it. And take and granted, I mean, we we were there during the prime VIP time. I mean, yep. that's that's the slowest the show's ever going to be. Yep. Is right away when we got there in the morning. And so. we stopped by, picked up some tungsten. Cadis Canes. Is that how we pronounced it? Cadis. Yep. Cadis. We've Cadis. been pronouncing it the wrong way this whole time, I guess. Yep. Um, and they're, I mean, for the price point, those bit, you just can't beat those jigs. Yes. I mean, yep. they really just kind of set the standard. Yeah. And checking out and talking with Brian, too, the paint jobs on their jigs are really cool. Yeah. Well, Brian um, paints them himself. He said, what, the other day he was yep. up till one in the morning listening to the short rod show. Yep. So shout out to Brian. <laughs> that, was, that was awesome catching up with you, um, getting, us, uh, getting us hooked up checking out everything that you have new and uh got Bretta wallet too now yeah i got the picked up the plastic wallet as well as a stocking hat um and yeah chatting they have a really cool history uh widowmaker lures does yeah absolutely i mean long story short brian went to uh, try to just go buy a couple cadis canes and uh ended up buying the company yep you just never know and that's that's something just going out talking to people yep uh we were chatting on that after uh, our last segment just how much we learned just from talking with people around yeah. the industry and you and just really never know. Chatting with Brian, I'm really hoping, he got me kind of pumped up and I'm hoping we can make it work where maybe we'll go tour the uh, where the magic happens for Widowmaker Lures yeah. over in North Liberty, is that what you said? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Widowmaker factory. That'd yeah. be cool. That'd be sweet to get him on the line here and yep. uh, see what's going on. Yep. So where'd we stop by next, Ben? Well, next we started making some rounds, of course, and getting pulled in all different directions yep. by well, the uh, salespeople. We stopped by first, yeah checking out the augers all the new augers well, and clamp too oh yeah we stopped by clamp check out the new uh the sidestep doors yeah so the, like the, the three-quarter cut doors in the sides of their shelters the that's, that's pretty slick yeah the corner i door. did like that i was a little skeptical at first and i was kind of chatting with the sales lady you know yep. it seems like i'm zipping this that the first thing that flap's gonna do is flap open and then that's usually where i'm a heater sitting and it's gonna hit that heater and yep. burn up um but really as she mentioned and when we when I kind of sat in it and kind of started visualizing how I'd fish out of it, I don't think you'd have that problem. And they've got plenty of Velcro on the outside that you could roll up that door. And yeah, man, what, those doors were big. What did you think of the floors in there? What was your opinion on that? So, so that, they had like a vinyl kind of sna- not snap-in floor, but like a, yeah. a floor that you can wrap around the tubes and kind of keep your feet off the ice. I think it's it's cool for the first two or three times you use it, and then it just gets dirty. Yeah, and then frozen. And then I could see it, on it. Yeah, I could see it freezing yeah. down and just ripping. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I think durability. I mean, it seemed like it's a real durable product. But, yeah, but like, I think, if you don't keep your shelter that warm, yeah. maybe the edges are going to freeze down to the ice. Yeah. You know, say you're like what happens a lot. You're fishing during the day. You get some water in your shelter, and then wind kicks up, and it's you know sun goes down. Yeah. It can start freezing. Well, what I could see more is you get water sitting on top of that floor. And then you, when you fold it up and you go home or do whatever, you leave that stuff out, freezes, 
then you have a hell of a time opening yep. it back up. So, yep. Um, I think just some of that thing, uh, application and useful wise, I think it'd be super sweet to have. I think it is so. nice not just having some in extra insulation on the floor. Yep. So you're not constantly trying to heat that cold ice up. Yep. Well, the it's, air it's sticking on the the ice hat, ice hut shelter uh, deal. We stopped by. Uh, what was that Ice Runner? Is that what their name was? Yeah, Ice that Runner. Dude? Yeah, that was yeah. cool. They got. That's they, underrated. They definitely stuff. run a different type of sled. Um, check them out if you've never heard of them. The, their sleds are low-profile sleds, and they do not have seats in them. Yep. Um, so really what they're trying to be is at a low price point, ultra lightweight. That is their Very niche. Light. Yep. Um, so, I mean, with Ben's Otter, I commented to him even on their one-man sled, you could put that one-man sled in your Otter, haul that sucker out there, and I don't know, set yep. up the Otter as your own base and then go take that out places i guess i don't know yeah and, and just the the price points on that on all their shelters were pretty pretty impressive yeah they were i mean low. we're talking like a otter lodge style shelter for 430 bucks yep i mean it doesn't have all the bells and whistles and they don't i think that's purposeful yeah um, yep but i mean it's it's a nice frame to it it's all full yep. thermal yep so that's cool and then their one man was spectacular well and the cool thing i thought they had that i've never seen on other shelters they had that spotlight or that skylight Yes. They have a yep. basically window material in the roof so that during the day, you got light coming in yep. through the roof, which would be super handy to have. It makes have. a lot of sense. Yeah, it makes a heck of a lot and of sense. it's got a window. You can cover it up if you want to, you know, get it dark in there. That's fine. Yep. Um, but yeah, for 200 bucks for a one man. Yeah. And they'll throw in a free cover. And free cover, and you could get, yep. uh, at the show, you could get either a jacket or a float jacket or a float bib. Yep. I mean, at that point... If I was there looking for shelters, I would have picked that up yes. right now. If we were at all in the market, we would have been taking one home. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, they were up, upstairs a little bit. Um, kind back, of tucked back. Yeah, tucked. Yeah, yeah and, it, and it just depends. I know the, I'm sure on the primetime floor space costs yeah, a lot of money yeah. to get a booth there. So yeah. um, it, it was cool seeing that. The fire starters. That was kind of cool. Yeah, that was all right, I guess. They were like little plastic baggies. They just light they on light fire. Light on fire, and they last for, I mean, they burn hot. Yep. Dunk them but, in the water, light them back up again. Yeah. That's kind of cool. That's just kind of a deal you see at a show, and people grab you, and you just yeah. kind of watch. We weren't going to get separated from our $40 to buy them. Now. No, no. They're terribly expensive. <laughs> so, that, back downstairs, we also got to uh, meet someone that we've been following on YouTube a lot, and that was uh, Tom Boley. Yeah. Tom Boley Fishing. Legit. He's a fishing guide uh, from Wisconsin. Yeah, fishes the Hayward area. Yep, always on the flowage. Yep, if you've never heard of him, check out Tom Bully on YouTube. Just search it. Yep. Dude's loaded with information. I mean, that dude, a lot of, you know, YouTube stuff's just kind of entertainment, you know, kind of cheesy stuff where that dude is pumping out quality, learning intensive, information intensive knowledge. Yes. All the time. Yep, and he's a real cool guy. Yeah. That, that was probably the best part, just getting to talk with him, yep. seeing what he's all about. Um, you know, talking with him about the industry and, and his guide service and, and just what he's been up to. Um, he was over at the Acme booth, yep. the Beaver Dam booth, yep. kind of so combined. We initially went over there to go check out the new rattle jigs. Which we did. We, we said did. we were going to check it out. We did. That was the one thing that we said we were going to do, and we did. Yep. <laughs> so I think we're doing pretty good. Yeah, that ain't too bad. <laughs> they did seem pretty sweet. Um, yeah, like I mentioned earlier, I was a little skeptical on whether they're uh, a deal to actually catch fish or catch fishermen. And... I, I'm sold that they're uh, they're a deal to catch fish. Oh yeah, and Tom Tom was talking about how he's using them on crappies a lot. Yeah, he's been pounding crappies. Uh, so it's even got, with the, they're a little bigger jig. They don't. I think the smallest is a five millimeter, but it says it's a three. 
Oh, it doesn't say it's a three. It says it's a Probably. size three, but that's not a size no, three. No, that's a pretty big jig. It's pretty big. Good size. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. And then we, uh, yeah, the augers, the whole auger uh, discussion. That was Yeah, cool. what was that booth we stopped at? I think it was like... No, it uh, wasn't Reed's. No, it was like Joe's sport, Sporting Goods. Some sort of Sporting Goods store. It was, you know, like a Reed's or a Marine I mean, General. they basically had all your electric... 40 bulldoggers all lined up in a row and you can go kind of test them out and check them out yeah and what cool. i liked about that and that dude we were chatting with grandy had an eskimo shirt on was he seemed pretty unbiased on what products he was pushing oh, yeah. i mean they had the strike master lithium 40 they had the ion x iox ion x gen 2 they had the clam was that it uh yep you said strike master yeah strike master yep, yep, yep. yeah i mean they had all those major power augers. and like the pistol bit and the pistol, light flight yep and the K-Drill were all there. Yep. Which we learned some things about those. Yep. That's cool. I'd say the only thing that makes me nervous about those types of augers is that even, I mean, Ion is already doing it where their next generation, your batteries are not compatible with the previous generation. Yep. Um, he didn't really say why they did that. Was it just to... I think it's probably just size. Size, increased power. deal, yeah. Yep. Um, but that Gen 2, that Ion Gen 2 is by far lighter and seemed more responsive. I, mean, I, I like the... I kind of liked holding it. I liked the the ergonomics of that one better than the others. Yeah. It's still weird to me to pull the trigger on it and yeah. not have it start immediately. Yeah. You know, it's not it like takes a it drill. It second hesitate. Yeah. yeah. It just, and it kind of ramps up. But that's the way they all are. Yep. But it spins super slow. They I mean, all, yeah. For how much it cuts. Slow off How fast RPMs. it cuts. It's yeah. pretty cool. But yeah, you were looking at the Ion, uh, the Ion X. Yeah. And then the Compared Clam. to the other one, the older Ion, yeah, it's a lot lighter with yeah. that, uh, pistol bit kind of style yeah, basically they just put bit. a green pistol bit on it is yep. what they did and and those are all segmented i guess i didn't didn't realize that so yeah. we're talking k drills and how guys line up their flighting yep you can uh, you know you can rotate you can your lighting around and so it's continual so you can pump your uh ice shavings out of the hole yeah. rather than having to pick yep. it up and going down picking up and going down all the time oh we also saw the uh, orange the orange one the razor razor, razor yeah yep they were all right they didn't wow me. They had a decent price point, but yeah. otherwise, I wasn't really sold. Well, on you learned those. something about them. They made the Strike Master. Yeah, augers. they used to make Strike Master augers prior to 2012. Before they went, they were owned by. Before the uh, Strike Master was picked up by Rapala. Yeah, that's that's pretty interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Yep. And you can see some features that reminded you of Strike Master stuff. Yep. In that. In that. And then uh, we also got to talk to uh, like a Russian importer company. Yeah. What was that place called? Nils? No. Nis Nissus. Nissus. Yeah, super cheap stuff. Uh, I feel like Maybe. Putin's kind of like following <laughs> me now that we even stopped to talk to that guy. Brent checked out the website, and now pretty sure there's some Russian spyware on his phone. Yeah, I'm not nobody, sure. Yeah, nobody called me. But they had some cool stuff. It was like, you know, outdoor gear. Their boots were unbelievably light. Yes, their boots are like made of nothing. Yeah. But, they're but they supposed, looked supposedly super, super warm. Yeah. yeah. I would be interested in a set of those if I could figure out a price point. I don't know how they'd hold up, too, if that rubber would would hold yeah, if they're cheap enough I'll, I'll give it a shot yeah. yeah but that that was all kind of a wholesale kind of deal which is kind of strange yeah you know to be at a industry show like this where you have the average joe consumer is 99 percent of the crowd yeah oh yeah you know to try yeah. and sell just wholesale yeah. stuff because we couldn't even buy anything there no not that not at that booth no which is kind of strange uh, but then walking down ben kind of was fanboying a little bit with uh what's his name will will roseberg will roseberg chatting with him dude's yep. tall yeah he's from he's on the in-depth outdoors team yeah real cool um, dude he's done a lot of fishing with them with that whole crew and uh started chatting with him a little bit and just talking fishing and 
and we're talking about how great of a time we're having and James Holst himself comes over and starts talking with us. Yeah. Some somewhat about the short rod show. So yeah, I'd heard about it, seen it in their forums and then that really perked my attention. I was like, oh man. Yep. So we, we had a really good time um, talking fishing with with everybody. Yeah. Um, Super nice dudes. Yep. James Holst is just about a foot and a half taller than us it seems like. Yeah. Larger than life. Yeah. So when you're watching that and you don't think he has that big of a fish, if it looks like a big fish in, in his hand, that fish is a mondo. Just giant. Yeah. That dude's got monster hands. Yep. That's really cool. Um, so yeah, we had a great time at the show. Didn't um, buy a whole lot at the no, show, but which, we we kind of planned that. Yeah. I mean, we <laughs> we talked about it on this show a lot too, but we're pretty well set. Like, yeah. we don't really have anything that we need. <laughs> yep. You know, we're basically our bases are all covered when it comes to ice fishing gear. Yep. So, Came up with a couple jigs. Oh, we stopped by the Frostbite booth. Um, I wanted to at yeah. least go check out their dinner bell um, and see what they had yeah. going on with that. And they're super nice guys. Um, on four, yeah. Picked up, a, they gave us a, each a, a dinner bell. Yep. Try out. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty excited about that. Yep. Um, yeah. And then we each had a $50 gift cards to go spend at a Clear Lake B&T. So we saved our money rather than spending it all at the show. We went down on our way back here and uh, yep. stopped by the bait shop. What'd you come away with, Ben? I got a lot of just kind of random stuff that uh, I've just been curious about. So. Of course, the Acme rattle bait, the, the, the glass rattle, yep. um, a few different sizes of that. So we each came with way with a couple of those. Yep. Um, and looking at my jig selection, realized I needed some more uh, jig and bait storage. Yep. Especially like spoon storage, you know, just something to hold bigger profile baits. Um, so picked up one of the Rapala utility boxes, just kind of a, a smaller size. It might probably be their smallish size. Yeah. Um, pick that up. Super heavy duty, that thing. I feel like you could run that over. Yeah, it's pretty solid. It's yeah. got some got some segments in it that you can actually, you know, throw some spoons in there too, yep. plus jigs in the foam and everything. So, yep, that was pretty cool. Um, what else did I get? Oh, we picked up those jointed. Uh, oh yeah, pinhead, uh, Clear Lake exclusive yellow bass pinhead jointed pinhead minnows. Yeah, picked up a couple of that those. That was pretty cool. Um, just something to try out. So I don't really have any jointed spoons like that, so I thought yeah. that was kind of neat. And that's a custom color that is only available only, at Clear Lake. Yep, only available at CLBT. Yep, yep, that's pretty cool. Uh, what'd you pick up, Brett? Um, what else? Did, oh, I've got an extension for the clam auger, uh, for the clam plate. So I picked up, yeah, I didn't mention that before. Um, last, over the week, I picked up a clam plate at Shields, and then I picked up the extension, so now I've got the auger ready to rock and roll with the drill. Drill setup. We're gonna have like identical setups. It's gonna so be cool. here's here's what I could really get get into um, piecing gear together. So I mean anybody can just go out and buy all that gear in one set and be ready to roll. What I get into is finding the cheapest possible way or the least out of my pocket cost to do things. So um, as I mentioned before, I went on Craigslist, picked up the Strike Master seven inch for forty bucks. Or not Craigslist, uh, Facebook Marketplace, 40 yep. bucks for my guy that lives downtown. Screaming deal. The one. Um, and then so what I ended up doing, pulling the trigger at Shields, was they have a price point for the clam plate at $89.99, but they will price match anyone. Yep. Well, uh, Cabela's will sell them for $79.99. And I happened to have, while I was digging up my Clear Lake Bait and Tackle gift card, I forgot I also have a $69 Shields gift card from way back in the day when I got married 
and a couple of boys bought me a Lake Master chip that I cannot use. That was too advanced for my uh, hummingbird. I may have been involved in that. So I had to take that back, and then to get the regular Lake Master chip, it was just that much cheaper. I had $69 on a gift card. So I took that in. So I ended up plus tax getting the clam plate for 15 bucks. Yep. And then I also had the $50 gift card to Clear Lake Bait and Tackle. Got the extension. That for extension free. is key. Yep. And we won those uh, gift cards yeah. at the tournament. So, I mean, those didn't cost us any money. Yep. So, all the grand total, 55 bucks. And yep. I got myself ready to roll. Well, I mean, you still pay for parking. It was like 10 bucks to park. No, I mean, just I meant for the clam. Oh, you're my, talking, my you're talking deal. Okay. I'm yeah, talking yeah. the whole day. Yeah, thanks for listening to what I had to say, man. <laughs> Not paying attention. <laughs> The, the whole day, though, we made out really good. Yeah. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, I ended up with a couple free baits. Yep. Um, yeah, stopped by Clear, or, uh, Clear Lake Bait and Tackle. I picked up 100 yards of the Clam Frost. Oh, mono, you did get the Clam. And I picked up 100 yards of the Suffix Advance. Cool. Nice, magic. You put them, put them back to back and see how they do? Yeah. We'll put them on half rod. He put half rods with one, half rods with the other, and yep. we'll see what happens. Cool. I'm pretty jazzed about that. And then while we were picking up, also picked up a uh, yeah, what's that called? Uh, JNS Demon Tongue. Um, if you're real interested in the frostbite jigs, frostbite uh, dinner bells, uh, I'm very confident that the Demon Tugs are the same thing at a Looks slightly very more, similar, a slightly more attractive price point. Um, so yeah, and they had quite a few at Clear Lake Bait and Tackle, yeah. and lots of different selections. So I think the the frostbite ones are sold out online. He said yeah. until Monday. Yeah. So if you're wanting to get some, look up Demon Tongues instead. See what you can figure out. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then you, you mentioned uh, piecing together your own setup, like augers too. Yeah. Uh, while we were at the show, uh, we saw Joel Nelson post a, a Facebook post about piecing together the perfect auger. Yeah. So I haven't read it yet, but I'm interested to see what. Well, you think about. he was posting that in the John when we ran into him in the bathroom? Another funny story. <laughs> Uh, we're taking a little bathroom break, and Joel Nelson was in the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, so, Joel, if you're listening, we didn't want to bug bug, a, bug you or anything, but that would have been a little awkward bathroom conversation, but uh, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. So, you, like I said, you never know who you're going to run into. Yeah. It was great. Yep. I mean, even though we didn't buy a lot of stuff, yep. it's still great to get out. Yeah. Fanboy it up a little bit. Yeah. Go I see mean, some like of the celebrities. Jason, Jason Mitchell, Dave Gans. Dave Gans, yeah. Dude, I am a fanboy of Dave Gans. Yep. Didn't get to talk to him. For as, you know, for as long as that dude's been around and for what he's done for the industry, I mean, he's still just crushing it. Yeah. And he's and still out there fishing, too. I can only hope to ever have his snowmobile game. I mean, have you seen oh, some yeah. of his videos of the snowmobile <laughs> all decked cool. out? Oh, yeah. man. He's yep. got the shack and the otter, or his shack and his uh, auger on the front of the snowmobile. There's all that gear on the back. Doesn't even get off the damn snowmobile. Yep. Just sits there, lowers the stuff down, lowers the thing. Smart way to fish. Doesn't matter how big that fish is, he's pulling that sucker all the way out of the hole, all the way up to him. He's not getting down to go get that thing. No, just fantastic. (laughs) Dude's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. So hopefully you guys uh, enjoyed this episode talking about the ice show. If you're uh, excited at all about getting up there to check it out, it's pretty much always the first weekend in December. Yep. Uh, You know, it's at the St. Paul River Center. Uh, Really, for us being in Central Iowa, three three and a half hour trip. To, to go up yeah you know next year short if the short rod show takes off we might uh spend the whole weekend up there you never Let's know see what we can do yeah so uh thanks to everyone who's been listening in we've we've gotten tons of good feedback uh yep. just keeps rolling in every week oh Super my gosh cool to interact it's been unbelievable yep um we just have a, a good time catching up with everybody and kind of getting our name out there 
um, and just talking fishing. You know, yep. uh, I think James Hole said it the best today, where he said these this ice fishing community is just so incredibly intense and involved and wants to soak up every bit of ice yep. ice fishing knowledge they can get their hands on, and that's really what Brett and I have have. That's been that's our philosophy. Experience. I mean, we'll learn from anybody. Yeah, which is cool. So hopefully you guys are learning from us a little bit. And uh, yeah, if you have some something that you want to talk about, shoot it shoot it over to us, uh, Facebook, Instagram. Yep. Um, on our website, go check it out. Hopefully our next recording will be on the ice. It looks like it's supposed to start cooling down this week. We are getting dang close. Yep. We can't wait. Get out there and actually uh, test out our gear. Try, try some more mobile recording like this. Should work pretty well. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, I'm a little nervous about the audio, but. I think we'll, it'll work out well. Yep. I'll work my magic in editing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, awesome. Well, guys, thanks for joining us today on this episode of... The Short Rod Show. 